Today is a very important day. It's not on your calendar. It could be on your calendar. If you're a music fan, you know what came into this world 80 years ago on March 25th, 1942. And while this queen, this icon, is no longer here in the flesh, her music is still a part of our lives and she possessed a voice that is a natural resource. She will always be the queen of soul. No one can ever compare or take that from her. And she's been gone for four years. And that's Miss Aretha Franklin. Born today in Memphis, Tennessee, March 25th, 1942. She was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She was the first woman ever. Was it? She had 15 gold singles. Whew. She at one point had the most Grammys by any female artist. <sighs> she appeared in films. She wrote a book. She did a gospel album. And it was four years ago on August 16th, she left this world. Of recent, there is a biography or a biographical film of her starring Jennifer Hudson. But I think at the end of the day, no film and, and nothing, you know, no disrespect to Miss Hudson, whom I enjoy. But I don't think anyone can really embody the energy and the force of nature of Aretha Franklin. Aretha Louise Franklin. And what's funny is she was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, the family later moved to Detroit, Michigan. But it was in Memphis that she really had her musical breakthrough. She had been doing jazz and kind of pop standards in the early 1960s. She had started singing in her father's church, Reverend C.L. Franklin. The family were good friends of Miss Mahalia Jackson and Clara Ward. And it was Aretha who learned from these artists like Sarah Vaughn and Billie Holiday. And it wasn't until 1967, Atlantic Records, Ahmed, Ahmed Erdogan, Jerry Wexler and everyone signed Aretha. Aretha wanted a different sound. And here she was, born in Memphis, Tennessee. So go back to Memphis. And she did. She played with a band. And what resulted was I never loved a man until I loved you. Followed by respect and natural woman. So many hits. But what's interesting is a lot of people don't realize Aretha didn't write respect. Otis Redding did. That was Otis Redding's staple. Okay? 
And it was Aretha and her late sister who did the vocal arrangements, changed some things around, and you have respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Some people have said, oh, I, I don't like this song now because it's got double meanings. Okay. But that doesn't take away its power. The longevity that that song holds. And Aretha's association with the civil rights movement. That song right there. And so here we are. This is her 80th birthday. She's not here in the flesh. But musically, she's always here. Aretha just had that voice. She she never lost it. And that's why I think she is so important. No matter how time change and taste change, Aretha was always Aretha. She didn't change. She didn't do auto-tune. She didn't have a bunch of guests on her albums. She was very particular in the type of sound that she wanted. She even enrolled in Juilliard in the 90s to take classical piano. And many people were stunned by that. They were like, wait a minute. You're the queen of soul. And and you not only sing beautifully, but you, you know how to play piano. But she knew... The power of her instrument. And she and here she was. She wanted to further that. I don't think when people interviewed her. They got that. In a way it was almost. Dis- they were disrespecting her by saying. Oh you're going to intimidate people. Because oh god Aretha Franklin's in my music class. But she just grinned. Because she knew what she was doing. I could, I could name a whole bunch of Aretha Franklin songs off the top of my head. She's got anthologies. What's beautiful about YouTube is that you can access those performances. Her on Soul Train. Her on um, Mike Douglas' show. The Academy Awards. She did a lot. She did a lot. If you think of the decades, I mean, from the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, she was relevant. Her last album she put out was an album of covers. She did Adele's Rolling in the Deep. She did Gloria Gaynor's I will survive. And I think this was Aretha coming full circle. She was saying, these are the songs that I love. And I'm giving them an Aretha spin. As only Aretha could do. Aretha was in films. She was in the Blues Brothers. Where she sang Think. She was also in, I think, was it Blues Brothers 2000? Was she saying R-E-S-P-E-C-T? I love the song she did for Jumpin' Jack Flash. It was starring Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi is in the music video. And Keith Richards is on the song. 
And it's basically Aretha doing a cover of the Rolling Stones' Jumpin' Jack Flash. And like, unlike magic, Aretha put her spin on a Rolling Stones song. She gave it that Aretha push. And that soul. And the blues. That's the other thing is, Aretha's got that gospel background, but then she's also got that... You know, you're gonna go. You're gonna go record in Memphis, where the blues is alive and well, and boom. So it was. It was a. What is? It, I wouldn't even call it a comeback because she was still out there, but the songs that she was doing at the beginning of the '60s weren't up to her standards, and it. And she she wanted to change. That that really takes a lot of an artist to say. I'm not happy doing this. I've got moderate success. And boom, you have 1967 where everything changed. And the Aretha Franklin, the queen of soul that we all knew and regard was born. This regalness. She never lost that. There, she always fascinated me because she knew what she wanted. She knew when people were being jackasses to her. And you could see it in her face. One of the stories that I really love, because it says a lot. She was a smart businesswoman. And she was aware that many African American performers would get ripped off. It, It has been going on since the beginning of time. You'd show up to perform and they wouldn't pay you. So, Aretha... Had it in her contract that you had to pay her up front in cash. And who held on to that money? She did. It was on stage with her in her purse. That's a smart businesswoman right there. Because she knew the history of black performers getting ripped off. And so I just wanted to say that today. We're going to talk about a film... I can't play any of Aretha's music. And, and why would I want to? You think I want to get in trouble? You all know those songs. From Daydreaming, Natural Woman, Respect, Think, Chain of Fools, Do Right Woman. One of my personal favorites. Until You Come Back to Me, written by Stevie Wonder. Spirit in the Dark. Who's Zoomin' Who? Pink Cadillac. And, of course, her duet with George Michael. I knew you were waiting for me. That's such a classic song right there. Oh, I love that song. To A Rose is Still a Rose with Lauryn Hill. A duet with... Queen of Hip Hop Soul, Mary J. Blige, in 1999. And so, when it's all said and done, that's why Aretha is the best. There will never be another Aretha Franklin. There could be people that play her in a movie, or try to sing her songs, but they will never embody That energy and force. She was a force of nature. She was... 
I and I and we can't really put her in a genre. Yeah, R and B, okay, blues, but she was Aretha Franklin music. That's what she was. She was her own genre, and so tonight I pay tribute to her. Stay tuned, Doctor Zeus Film Podcast coming up.